should we tell everybody what we're up to? Yeah, well, I mean, we might just want to keep it secret and have them. It's kind of like you're in the car with us with a blindfold on, and it's a surprise. Oh my god, that's never happened to me yet in life. Oh. <laughs> no one's ever blindfolded me yet, really, in general. Yeah, I don't know if that's a lucky thing or an unlucky thing. <laughs> You've never had friends that have kidnapped you. <laughs> like in the movie Jawbreaker. Right, yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's, too, that's so dangerous. Yeah. But it can be fun. <laughs> They've done safely. So we're actually on a trip to West Friendship, Maryland. Yeah. <laughs> and we're meeting Jimmy and his girlfriend live there. Yeah. From live from the studio, Jimmy. Um, my, you know, it's Jimmy and my brother Eric. So maybe they'll talk about this adventure on their show. Uh huh. But so yeah, the, the Jimmy does the podcast with Eric, but Eric's not going to be there today. No. He'll be there with him in, in spirit. But I might get him a gift, you know. Yeah. A housewarming gift. Um, but I just think it's really awesome to go spend time with each other in West Friendship, Maryland. Yeah. West Friendship is the strongest friendship area in Maryland. And they must have good energy there. Yeah. Um, you want to tell the audience what, what we're doing in West Friendship? We're going to Howard County. Yeah. <laughs> Howard County. Well, let's not tell them exactly where it is, just so we can kind of keep it under wraps a little bit. Yeah, because it's been getting so popular, and this is kind of like, it used to be my little best-kept secret. But it was getting very, very crowded the last time I went. Yeah. But so we're going to a gem, mineral, and fossil convention. Um, yeah. What was it called? Gem Miners Convention. Yeah. There's like five names for this event. <laughs> it's like very hard to find on the <laughs> internet too. Um, the artwork was funny that you, you sent me. <laughs> the website. It's like an old Britain Tootin uh, prospector. Yeah. With like pickaxe with a pickaxe, like digging for diamonds or something like that. It's, uh, I guess, um, yeah, what was it called? Gem Miners Jubilee? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's another name for the event. Yeah. Um, I don't know. There's a million names for it, but it's, they have, like, a really, really low-budget website and a Facebook page, and lately it's been better to, to track them on Facebook, and then I also just follow all the different vendors. Oh, shit. I was just saying, I haven't driven a car in a while. <laughs> um... I follow all the vendors on Facebook and Instagram, and you know, they do a good job of promoting which conventions they are attending. Which conventions or which conventions? Oh, W-H-I-C-H. Okay. <laughs> which um, gem and mineral conventions that they're attending, and they go all over the country. So I see them being like, hey, this weekend, come to the, I don't know, Lebanon, Pennsylvania, Crystal Convention. Oh, come, yeah. come to the. Um, there's a really big one in Colorado. I think that might be one of the larger ones in the country. There's one in Colorado every year. So there's just all over. But um, yeah, the vendors they travel all over the country. This is like really their business. Mm -hmm. um, so I see a lot of the same vendors every time, like Allen's Quality Minerals. Um, Shit, what's that other guy that I like? Um, well, we'll see. We'll see them all today. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so some of these people are kind of like, uh, you were telling me, more geologist types. Those yes. are more than, the, the, I guess, the minor people. Yeah, that's why I say it's not a witch, it's not a witch convention, like a broomstick witch. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's what one of the best things about it, why it's like such a best kept secret, is because all the crystals are so inexpensive at conventions. This is where everybody goes who has a little occult shop or a crystal shop, or yeah, they go to these conventions, buy them in bulk, really cheap, and then mark them up. Yeah. So and these dealers are kind of more like geologists, and they're just kind of like, kind of like nerdy guys that are really into fossils and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. They're very knowledgeable, but they don't really seem to be as into, like, the energy and the spiritual stuff, which I think makes the products more fairly In priced. In two miles, mm -hmm. take exit 16A to merge onto I-70 West toward Frederick. So, um, would you, if you had to guess, do you think some of these white shirt 
pocket protector, glasses wearing kind of guys. Do you think it's, it might be more? Hey. <laughs> I, that's just how you were describing it. I know, I'm just like kidding. <laughs> I just, you didn't say that. These are my friends. <laughs> but do you think any of them are like, it's more so like their cousin is actually digging them up out of the ground or something like that? Do you think they're actually in the dirt? stuff with a pickaxe um that's a good question there there was this one dealer last time i went that did look like he had some employees <laughs> like he had like younger guys that were like helping him carry all his like um pallets in of like hmm. all his stones and stuff so he definitely like maybe has some employees that help him do the the he digging they, and the mining they have pallets of Crystals? Yeah, they. Oh my God! There, you'll see how huge this place is. Oh, it wow. is. It's huge. It almost reminds me of like Comic Con or something. It's yeah. like a huge hall. It goes so wow. far back. And try to remind me to not buy anything in the front of the convention. Yeah. Because it's always the more expensive stuff in the front, and when you get all the way in the back, you'll find like the same crystal for like a lot cheaper. That mm -hmm. and I was like, oh man, I just bought a blue kyanite up front, but I bought another one in the back. <laughs> They always Stay have the, the cheaper stuff in the pack. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess it's probably like the vendors have to pay more. It's a oh, premium that they maybe. have to pay. So then they're they're selling like higher end stuff because it's the first stuff that you see. Yeah. Oh shit. What am I supposed to do now, Jordan? Uh, 16 Use a, the right two lanes so to take exit oh. 16 so a, to merge onto I-70 on right. west toward Frederick. Am I okay in this lane? I think. It, yeah, it will be. Oh. Yeah. Okay. oh. <laughs> Calling upon my. Take memory. the exit, then keep right to merge onto I-70 West. Oh, very cool. Yeah, very cool. You'll want to keep right at the fork up there. Oh, I see. But this lane is fine. Oh, this it is? Keep yeah. right oh, to okay. merge onto I-70 West toward Frederick. Thank you for helping me. Yep. <laughs> we all need a little guidance. You just got to ask for help. Yeah. You, you shall receive help. Uh-oh, Liv's texting me. I hope they're not, like, there. Oh, that's perfect. Liv said we might be like 10 minutes late. Jimmy had to turn around because we forgot the vape. Ah. Uh. <laughs> God, a couple of Nick addicts. Oh, oh, that kind of vape. Yeah. There's so many different kinds of vapes. It's like you say. In 11 miles, like, take yeah, exit 80 onto Maryland, vape. Route 32, toward Clarksville. It's like, is it a nicotine vape? Is it a weed vape? Is it a DMT vape? And yes, I was just reading a text while driving. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> I was letting the audience think that I, I was holding the wheel and taking over. <laughs> um, or that I whispered in your ear. I read it for you. <laughs> but, so, there are just... There was one vendor that is from Arkansas mm -hmm. that I was telling you about. And so... It's kind of like when I go to crystal shops around the Baltimore area, or area, <laughs> um, they do seem to be a little bit more marked up because they're like little specialty boutique-y shops. Mm -hmm. um, but then like when I've gone to crystal shops out in like Colorado, one time I went to one in Vegas because I happened to be in Vegas for something, but I went to one there and that's like Nevada and like all these places that have just a lot of rocks everywhere. I think they're just closer to some of those mines and areas where you can just find them more naturally. So they're they're always a lot cheaper out there too. I found when I go to shops out there. Yeah. Um. So I think some of these vendors they just are easy to find in their own backyard, and they just kind of turn it into like a little family business. Is mm -hmm. kind of what they all seem like. But yeah, the one from Arkansas, I got those huge rocks, those huge quartz from him. That I mean, it's like larger than a basketball. Yeah. And it was so inexpensive um, because it's just easier to find out there, I guess. And he travels all over the country and brings it to the different shows. And But then his wife was also, like, made that comment that was, like, I love when someone has a large piece in their home because when I walk in, I can feel the difference. It, it's an elevated energy. And then I was like, oh, so maybe they are kind of into the energy side or maybe they were just good salespeople and they could tell that I was into that side of it yeah um because they seemed more on the geologist side or, or just in the like hey this is where we live and it's easy and it's a business you mm -hmm. know yeah yeah I wonder I mean 
obviously people do speak to that of, of energy with crystals and stuff like that. I don't know how much, like, sort of scientific research has been done to that, about that kind of thing, like, like experiments of, you know, does putting a crystal in the room allow you to, like, affect your health, or, uh-huh. like, does it make you do better on a psychic test, like the card test, where you have to guess which one, circle, square, thing. I'm sure there have been stuff like, tests like that. Maybe, yeah. But I know people talk about, like, that even in technology, that, um, quartz is used, because it, it, have you ever heard it's about like that? a watch? Yeah. Like a watch? Yeah. I never really quite understood how a watch, how does a watch use a crystal? I don't really get it. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I think, I think their quartz is even used in, like, um, I guess some some kind of electronics that are more complicated than a watch or like oh. bigger like um, transistors or something like that or maybe wow. maybe it was radios originally I know that radios used quartz crystals but because wow. um, you'll see but like what you're talking about with the watch you'll see it says quartz I guess that's usually saying that it's the the face of the watch is made out of quartz or something like that uh. um, but they do yeah they do use quartz I believe um, but it, it's something called piezo electric uh, energy like oh um and i remember from years ago when i was more so in um uh doing doing a lot of music stuff there's stuff called piezo pickups um so that's why i pronounce it that way i know some people some people say piezo and that sounds kind of wrong to me Hmm. um just personally because i've heard it the other way Mm -hmm. um so don't go saying that around me (laughs) (laughs) piezo um but yeah, that's like uh, it. It has to do with like I think people would notice that they would strike quartz crystal with a hammer, and it would make a spark. And it has something to do oh. with when you put it under pressure, it actually creates an electrical or conducts an electrical energy. Oh my god! I just heard a joke about pressure and rocks. Yeah. Um. Somebody was like, "You're you're <laughs> you're so uptight. If you put a." chunk of coal up your ass and turn into a diamond. <laughs> That's what my dad always said to me as a kid. <laughs> Isn't that what Santa does anyway? <laughs> um, I don't think he does exactly that. Oh, yeah. okay. Something similar. He puts it in your stocking. <laughs> um, shit, what was I going to say about that? Oh, I saw, I keep forgetting to try this. I saw it on TikTok. If you get two quarts and, like, turn all the lights off in your home and just rub or, like, bang the quartz together, it mm-hmm. creates a spark yeah. if you turn the lights out. Why haven't I tried that yet? Sounds a little dangerous, like... What? Huh. You think so? Well, it just, like, it might break the quartz and oh. shatter. <laughs> like, I don't out. know, they're pretty strong. I, I mean, mean, maybe I, it could make little chips fall off. But, it, yeah, if you could just knock it, like, softly, that'd Speaking be cool. of which, you need to be very careful at the convention, yeah. because there are signs that say, you break it, you buy it. Yeah. <laughs> Although, one time... Because these things are rocks. Like, a little chunk's going to fall off if you're looking at it. And one time... If you're looking at it? (laughs) Well, I guess if you're touching it. (laughs) Um, And one of the sellers was like, don't worry about it. That's part of the name of the game. Yeah. Because I broke a little piece off, and I was like, oh my gosh. And it was like $100. I was like, I'm not buying this ugly-ass thing. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Um, It's kind of funny, because I remember when we were first starting the podcast, you were like, yeah, I'm not really that, like, not as into crystals. I know. I still am. Maybe want to get rid of some of them on Alex's world. Yeah, I do still want to get rid of a bunch just to support my hobby of buying more. Yeah. Because I just had, I'm running out of space and, like, I don't care as much about certain ones anymore that are, like, not as fun to look at anymore or, like, I'm I get interested in new ones where I'm like, ooh, I want to find that kind, and I'm... There's just, like, certain ones that I like having around now versus, like, I don't have to have them all, you know? Yeah, um, do you... Do you feel any... I mean, I know you've talked about the, say, the, um... The... What's that melted one? The... That um, fuse, it's like from a meteor. Moldavite? Yeah, like you've talked about that one. Do you feel like a different energy for different ones? Um, I honestly never really felt the energy when I was really, really getting into crystals, and I always would like hold them and meditate and like try, but I just, the truth is, I just really never did feel anything. 
but I would like I would be like oh, maybe one day I'll meditate strong enough and I'll feel what people are talking about but um there have been times where I've used the Moldavite with um black tourmaline where I put it in my pocket and just carry it with me if I have a big presentation at work or something like that or if someone in my life is bothering me and I just feel like they're like draining all the energy out of me I had heard, I had read that the combination of Moldavite and black tourmaline could help be like a block, like it prevents them from draining your energy from you, like a psychic vampire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I swear to God, it might be a placebo, but it worked. Yeah. And I would, if I was like, oh gosh, I have to deal with this person today at work or whatever, and I would put it in my pocket, and then I would still feel a very high energy after work, and I'd be like, oh my God, I don't feel drained. Mm-hmm. But, and I'm like, who knows if it was really true or if it was a placebo, but I thought that was interesting and it felt like it really worked. Um, and then the one time that I actually did feel energy from a crystal was from Apophyllite. It's a kind In of... two miles, take exit God 80 damn on it. Maryland, route 32 <laughs> to Fort Clarksville. I can see they make you very calm. <laughs> <laughs> At peace. I was like, my road rage is going to come out during this, and we're supposed to be going to the Zen convention. It's um, not even at other drivers. It's just at your own GPS. <laughs> um, so, Apophyllite is a kind of quartz, I think. But it's, um, it's hard to tell the difference between Apophyllite and regular quartz. But there are differences, and it uh, it's not as pretty either sometimes. But um, I swear to God, I could feel like this like humming off of it, or like a vibration or something in my hand, like, and it was almost like endorphins in my head too. And I was like almost getting a high feeling from it. And I was like, it was the first time ever was at a crystal shop in Hamden, you know, the one in Hamden. And I was like, what is this? And they're like, oh, that's apophyllite. It's like quartz, but it's a much higher vibration than regular quartz. Hmm. And that's why some people can feel it. And I was like, I've never felt anything. And I was like, I swear, I think I felt something. So I had to buy it. And then ever since then, I was like obsessed with apophyllite. And whenever I'd go to different shops, like there's this one in Delaware that I liked. And they had a big apophyllite for really inexpensive. And I picked it up in the store and I felt that same feeling again, like the high. But then the, the only... Exit's coming. Oh, shit. Use the right lane to take exit 80 onto Maryland, Route 32, toward Clarksville. So then the only problem is when I would get home and I'd hold the Apophyllite at home, I, would, I wasn't getting that high again. And I was like, how come I get the high in the shop and not at home? Do I need to, like, recharge it or something like that? And then I was like, maybe I just have a shopping addiction. Take the exit, <laughs> then turn left onto Sexville And I'm just getting, like, a high friendship. thinking about buying something. And then once I buy it, like, I've gotten the high, and maybe that's all it is. Yeah, I At mean, the next light, turn left. Could be, maybe. Um, oh, it's interesting we're near Sykesville, because that's, that's where I went on the ghost tour. What am I supposed to do now? Left here. Here? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, I just saw a sign for West Friendship. Yep. <laughs> there you go. At the light. Turn left onto Sykesville uh, I cannot Road believe we're in Sykesville. Yeah, I it's over there. I had never heard of the word the, the word Sykesville in my whole life. Yeah. Until we, Eric and Elizabeth started doing that. Yeah, it's a cool little downtown. I heard it's a really cool, like, um, like historic-looking little main street mm-hmm. downtown. Yeah, it's kind of like a, like a uh, Ellicott City or something yeah. a little smaller. Um, but, uh... Yeah, maybe. I mean, maybe being in the shop, you get you're getting the effect of all the other crystals too. I thought about that too, maybe. But um, yeah, you know, I I believe that this huge there's this cave that had huge quartz quartz crystals, uh-huh. and people were uh, going to like, I guess like in, investigate it, take take readings and stuff like that, or do whatever scientists do. Um, there's a very dangerous like cave dive i believe it was chile or something like that have you heard have you seen that with really huge quartz crystals i don't know but um it's like as big as you could you could ever see it's like yeah. it's like uh the superman's home in the arctic or whatever it was like the crystal palace mm-hmm. um but i think with that they were saying that it was really uh hot in there i believe because they were talking about some kind of energy like that it was conduct- in half a mile, conducting. Turn right oh onto Frederick Road. My condo is always heating up like a hot box. Yeah. <laughs>
Yeah, I don't know if that's the piezo kind of thing, like if maybe reverberations in the in the ground like make it go past this build up light. some kind of then static energy one. or something. Turn right. Hmm. That's a little bit of evidence I I think of some something at energy, the light. Turn wise. right onto Frederick Road. Wow. But yeah, personally I I used to kind of collect crystals when I was younger. Uh-huh. My dad got me a few from upstate New York one time. And so I have a big quartz one at my house now. Um, I'm just interested in being around it. Did you see that sign? Yeah, gem, gem show gem. this weekend. In three yeah. quarters of a mile, turn right onto Fairgrounds Road. So your dad got you into it a little bit? Well, it was it, I was into it already. I was oh. into magic kind of stuff oh, at right, that time. Right. And then I think he was helping, him and my brothers were helping my uh, cousin build build a nice, like, cabin kind of home house up in upstate New York uh-huh. and I think it was on one of, one of those trips he stopped and it might have even been the um, the one that you that we used the box for what was that called oh intervision crystals yeah and I don't think it was because like I remember that he could have gotten new boxes since then but it was a plain white box oh, okay but I think it's like the same area like Hudson Valley or whatever yeah that's a big mining area my oh. one friend went on a mining we should do this sometime oh yeah my one friend went on a mining trip and um got to mine for Herkimer Diamond Quartz. Oh, cool. Oh my god, we're gonna see Herkimer Diamond Quartz here. Very cheap, very okay. inexpensive here, and they are very expensive. Turn right yeah. onto and these geologists, I don't I don't think they know how much they could charge for this because oh. it is so effing expensive and you can get it so cheap here. There's a hot tub blowout expo too. <laughs> I don't know if that's this at the same time or what. <laughs> What's In a, a hot mile, tub blowout. <laughs> I guess it's like lane. blowout prices. I'm turning this off. Livestock Lane. <laughs> We're gonna be turning onto Livestock Lane for the hot tub blowout. <laughs> oh, there's an Egyptian convention that happens oh, here too. Cool. We should go to that. Yeah. We should figure out when that is. Yeah, that's, that sounds cool. Sorry, what were you about to say? Um, no, I was just asking like if you knew the rest of the way. Oh yeah, I do. And I walk well, kinda. And I remember they have signs that help. Yeah. They're gem like, show, gem this show this way. You see the hot tub blowout sign? Hot tub blowout. We gotta get a picture of that next to the two <laughs> yeah, signs. Yeah. <laughs> um, God, this this fairground is very, like, sad and old looking, but I really like it. Like, it looks like it's from another time. Yeah. Yeah, there's a fairground in York, the York fairground. Uh-huh. That That is, is pretty cool, too. I just stumbled upon it one time, and it has some really old buildings, like expo kind of buildings. Looks kind of fancy. So there's also this other dealer here that I really hope is here this year. I th- I want to say he might be like Afghanistan. He might be from Afghanistan or something, um, because he has a lot of stones that are from Afghanistan, um, and he seems to just be really knowledgeable about them and where they come from. And he seems like there could be like a spiritual link with him too, just the way he talks about it. Ooh, I want to get like a nasty, dirty hot dog in there. Nice. <laughs> There's like a fairground little hut with like yeah. soft pretzels. Um, oh my god, this is bigger than before. There's outdoor things. Oh my god, this is my Christmas. So anyway, the guy, he has kunzite, which is very rare and very expensive. And I've never... Oh my god, there's a fucking horse right there. <laughs> you think um, the horse is here is for there the hot another tubs, event? Or? Is there another event? Are these horses here for the hot tub blowout? <laughs> Seems like there's a Should horse. I just... th- oh yeah, there's a horse thing. Oh my god! <laughs> just being careful. Those are two cops. <laughs> <laughs> I thought those are two female cops on horses. <laughs> Jesus, where the hell am I gonna park? I'm, I'm, is this the horse parking? <laughs> I don't know if I'm allowed to park here. Yeah, just park away from the horses a little bit. Oh my god! There's room on the sides here. Holy shit! This is the best time. This is the best it's ever been. It's usually empty here, and it's only crystal heads here, and now it looks like there is an equestrian yeah. <laughs> component. Yeah. I don't know if we're supposed to park over here. We are allowed to park here, because okay. this is where I would park usually for cool. the festival. Wow, what a day this is about to be. Yeah. But yeah, he has kunzite, which is very rare and very expensive, um, and I've never been able to find it anywhere else, so I'm hoping I can find some stuff like that that I've just been, it's on my wish list that I could never find. What does it look like? Kunzite, it's usually very clear and pink, but he taught me there's another one that's also clear and green. I got one of each from him, but I really am hoping to find Morganite one of these mm. times, but I've never been able to find Morganite anywhere, 
at a crystal shop, convention, any state around the country I've gone to, I've never been able to find Morganite. What is that one? It's very clear and pink, um, and it's expensive, but it's a lot cheaper than a diamond, so actually a lot of people now are getting engagement rings made out of Morganite. It's mm -hmm. becoming a trend more mainstream, but it's supposed to have um, a lot of healing properties, and it's supposed to like make you feel better <laughs> if you're in a lot of pain. Like People who say that like opiates and painkillers wouldn't even take their pain away, they said Morganite yeah. took, or was it Kunzite? I get them mixed up. Yeah. Anyway, those are the two that I, I'm always like really excited to see because they're just really not around usually. Mm -hmm. But I don't know where these people get it from. Yeah, and I was just going to say the Herkimer diamond, the thing about that, I don't even know how it forms, but it's mm -hmm. in the shape of a diamond and it doesn't, it's like it doesn't have a bottom somehow. It's like these little teardrop, like, like diamond shaped things. If you think it, think of it, it has a point at the top and then it has a point at the bottom. So it's its own yeah. floating. It's like it could float in midair, and it's its own self-contained thing. Yes. Like I don't know if they come, they drip out like water or what. And it really does have that like classic diamond look. Yeah. Like the way you were describing it with the point at the top and bottom. Mm -hmm. Like it looks like something that would be in like a cartoon that's being stolen from a um, museum. <laughs> that yeah. kind of diamond. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I heard, a TV show. I heard it's not actually diamond. That's like a misnomer. But, right, but right. It is like a quartz crystal. Exactly. But that's one of the first ones that I actually bought from a store in Tacoma Park when I was a kid. Whoa. I got those two and then I got one of those, um, the things that can stand up. Uh, it's a, it's like a Washington Monument. Like, oh, uh, selenite? Well, no, it's it was. I think this was oh. pink quartz, but what's that? I don't forget what it's called. Oh, like it's a called. tower. Yeah, it's like um, those uh, those Egyptian things, obelisk, like oh, basically uh, like a little one of those. I forget if they just call those points or something like that, like quartz points. But yeah, I got like I think maybe one little Herkimer diamond, and I kept that in like a little leather little leather pouch for a long time. Nice. You should get a Herkimer Diamond Quartz today. Yeah. I hope they have them, because there's one seller that has, like, big ones, and they're so cheap. Yeah, apparently they only come from, like, northern Pennsylvania and, like, New York. Upstate New York. I, yeah. yeah. That's so cool. It's like the place where um, there's this river originates, and I believe that's where the baseball museum is around there. Although I've never seen Moldavite or Libyan Desert Glass here, mm. and I've always been curious if I'll ever see that here, but... I, don't, I doubt it. Yeah. But I'm excited. Yeah. I've heard people have said that Moldavites have given them visions. Like, they can tap into, like, in Egypt or whatever, I, what that really? crystal has seen. Yeah. Oh, my God. I've heard that about Lemurian quartz also. Yeah. That you can tap into the Lemurians or the Atlanteans. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're going to be tapping into some, some heavy-duty stuff. Oh my god, I'm going to spend a lot of money today, I think. <laughs> so do you think we should interview any people there if, if we find them interesting? Yeah. I'll keep this in my bag. Yeah, let's bring it in. Yeah. We look so official with this fuzzy microphone right. on it. Yeah. We can be like, we have a podcast yeah. about rocks. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll probably get some <gasps> discounts. We should have brought some goddamn business cards about Grok. Yeah. Oh well. Um, yeah, we can just tell it to people. Yeah, we'll tell we'll people probably... all about it. All right, see you in a bit. I want a hot dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I just hit record, so we didn't get, get that stuff. I, I, thought, I thought it was recording. It's the, the arming. <laughs> That's okay. right two lanes to take exit 25A to merge onto I-70 East toward Baltimore. So we just left Ellicott City. Yep. Well, we got lunch after the Crystal Convention. But that. what did you think of the show? Because I've been there many times. Yeah, it was cool. Um, you were saying it was, like... It was different than before, but still similar. Take the exit. It was still just as cool. It was set up a little different. Like, I think they have way more vendors because they were all jam-packed in there, and then they had outdoor vendors because they must have run out of space inside, so it's gotten bigger. Yeah, um, so... So you said, so did they have it before where a vendor would have, you can kind of walk inside their table? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But they, but you said something about how they made aisles in it. You thought that maybe they made aisles that weren't there before horizontally. Yeah, the way they like crammed all the vendor tables in there and like, it was pretty well organized, I thought. Like, although yeah. it was kind of claustrophobic, like every little aisle had its place so that they could cram as many tables as they could. Yeah. So it was 
more and larger in than three point seven miles. Take exit ninety one beyond I six ninety five alternate north and I six ninety five alternate I, south toward I'm New York. A little glad that the way that you were talking about it is like you felt like and I, I don't know well we we were there till two. When did when did it end? Like five? Yeah, or four today. It ends at four. So it wasn't too overwhelming, like, but maybe after we put this podcast out, the secret will be out, and it'll, oh, yeah, true. it'll, it'll grow a little bit more, but it it's wasn't hard. too overwhelming. Yeah, you didn't think so? With people? No. no. It, it didn't seem like it. It didn't no. seem like it, but I didn't see a lot of hippies. Well, I did see some hippies. Yeah. I saw some people our age, like that, did you see that one couple where the girl had a lot of tattoos and stuff? Yeah, I saw I saw a few people, yeah. And I was like, okay, they're, like, around our age. Like, yeah. I bet they're here for, like, the spiritual side of it or, like, the... Or maybe the jewelry side of it. Some people there were just trying to buy stuff to make jewelry. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you could see the people that were just kind of into the more science-y part of it, like the... Or I didn't see as big of a distillation or um, contrast between the two groups that I was talking about before, did you? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I did see some people like what you were talking about of, like, um, I, I guess some were just, like, women, vendors. I can't really tell what their vibe is. Like, that first woman that we visited, she just, she has a store that she's opening. Oh, yeah. Crystal store or something. She's going to be opening a crystal shop in Haver de Grace. Yeah. But I did see some maybe men who were, like, the white button-down shirt, vest-wearing type of what you were talking about. More into, like, geology versus, like, the energy. But then there was the guy that we talked to, the vendor. In two miles, take exit 91, beyond to I-695 alternate north, and I-695 alternate south toward New York. That was the highlight of the day, I think. Yeah. Was the, what was his company called? Sage Inc. or something. I forget. I'll I'll have to look up. They all gave us their business cards. Mm -hmm. Maybe we can share some of our favorite businesses on our Instagram or something. Yeah. But, but he was, yeah. He was so cool, and he seemed really knowledgeable. Yeah, I, I, I actually wasn't sure about him at first, like, because I was thinking, like, okay, a lot of this stuff, I get you can buy this stuff. Maybe he's just some, some person who buys this stuff and sells it, and it's like, I don't know if he's really sourcing the stuff himself, and, you know, maybe he's just doing it because it's popular. It's like a gimmick. Like, that woman in the front, at first I was so impressed. I was like, oh, my God, you have Colombianite, you have... Libyan Desert Glass, which I said I've never seen there ever. Mm-hmm. First thing we saw was Libyan Desert Glass. Yeah, we saw a few places that a had few, that. Actually. I know. So I'm like, is it growing in popularity? So now there are more people are getting it, or? Um, but then like I was kind of bummed out that she didn't know where Colombianite, Colombianite was from. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was like, oh, are you just like going after this from a business standpoint and like a gimmick and like you don't really know like. The reason why I like talking to them is because I want to learn from their expertise and, like, their knowledge and stuff. But it, there were some people that do follow the gimmicks, and it's more just, like, a business, you know? Yeah. Yeah, hers, um, I don't, I don't really have judgments about her whole shop. No, no. She had just general stuff, but, like, that stuff was in a case, like, pointed towards the door, and she was, like, one of the first people in there. So that yeah. was on the corner. I, I feel like those were... to do something here? Stay in this lane, and then you'll, the exit, you'll stay, then yeah, this way, yeah, and you'll north. just stay in these two lanes, okay. and it'll, Use the it'll go to the left. You are so good at driving. I can podcast and drive at the same time. <laughs> oh, it's going to slow down here, so you know. Oh, thank you. Oh, I've been on this, on the way back from the beach before. Yeah, it's an alternating merge lane. It's a beautiful dance of cars. Um... But yeah, like, and then same thing with that guy that we really liked, the Nepalese guy. Mm-hmm. At first I was like, wait, is he just like, again, following the gimmicks, following the trends and culture, and yeah. like, he knows the type of people that are going to go to a crystal convention are going to be open to like, sound baths and like, all this stuff. So like, I, I was like, is this like, the equivalent of like a Spencer's gift shop? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're just buying and reselling, or, like, are you really into this and knowledgeable about mm-hmm. it? But he seemed really knowledgeable. Yeah, he at least knew about the the singing bowls, and then they even had, which I thought was interesting, that he had a set of um, tuning forks, which was, like, C, F sharp, G, or whatever, like, three different ones. And what are they for, tuning a piano normally? Yeah, it's like you'll have it in a music class, and that's something like a tuner to give you a perfect note that you hit, you strike this fork that has probably seen it before it's a big thick metal thing and it has it goes into a 
like two points that are just straight and square and you'll hit that against your knee or something like that or that that set actually had a little hammer that you hit it with so I guess maybe that was for the intention of like what you would do with a singing bowl where it plays a note but I didn't realize people use tuning forks for something like that and it could maybe maybe it gets you on a certain frequency or something or... yeah because he said he, he was like teaching me how to do the sound or the um, singing bowl and is that your car? Oh yeah, that's my car. Sorry. What is it? Oh, oh it just means I'm driving over the lane. It means I'm entering the other lane. Yourself. Okay. <laughs> Going over the lines. It's just like a little fun warning. <laughs> um, but yeah, he was like teaching me how to do that sound, or I mean singing bowl. Mm-hmm. And you really do have to balance it on your hand and like really concentrate. But then once you get it really balanced so you're like it's, it forces you to focus yeah and then you just get like kind of in a trance because you're so focused and balanced mm. and I was feeling like a little like head rush from it like almost like a little natural high because I was like getting the vibration through my hand and yeah also in my ears and then I ended up buying one uh-huh <laughs> so I'm gonna be um using a singing bowl yeah, you should do that on the podcast sometimes. You can just start I it. Should. Oh my god, that'd be fun. Yeah, he and then I bought a little notebook from him mm-hmm. that he said I can write incantations into. <laughs> oh, well, he said they did that on the scrolls, right? Yeah, he said back in ancient times they would write on bamboo pages made out of bamboo. And they would write these like long scrolls and that's how they'd read the incantations. So he said, we're gonna bring it back to modern times and we made bamboo paper in these spell books, I guess. Yeah. And you can write into the book and read off of it. And I guess the bamboo paper has some significance, he said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, again, I, like I was saying, when we were kind of talking after we left, um, like I wasn't sure if that was just a mass produced item and I still am not really sure maybe he was just like spinning a yarn about what it is but I don't you know I'm not he said kidding. he um designs them yeah and he said if if you have an idea um he can create a custom design and make you a custom book yeah oh my god he's like you uh-huh yeah <laughs> um I didn't tell him about my yeah you should have told him about wonder book wonder brand books yeah um I could we could reach out to him we'll tell him I'm gonna email him okay <laughs> But yeah, they were like really thick leather. And I was like, did you guys really make all this from scratch? It was like thick leather that was stamped, which he actually said it was burned. It's like you heat up the dye. Cause I was yeah. asking him about how you do that. Like if it was, if it was a dye that they have created and he, he had the right answers. I would say yeah. he said, you know, you make a digital file, you send that to make a dye and it's done with heat mm-hmm. on the leather. And then it had a little locking mechanism, like a, a box that has a, a lock. Um, but yeah, that was cool. I, I caught he caught my eye with the chakra thing. Oh, he had like the chakra poster behind him. Yeah. So I think he was one of a few that were a little more in a different kind of vein. Like they were they were mostly just crystal vendors. Um, some had really like natural crystals that were formed, and a lot were like those shaped things, like a sphere or different mm. shape of things. The tumbled stones. Yeah. And- there's lots of different stuff. There's a meteorite um, stand. That is so new because yeah. when I used to go to this convention, hazard they... reported ahead on I six ninety five north in a quarter oh mile. Oh my god! You're I still hope everybody's okay. Route. Yeah. Um. There were never any moldavite. Mm-hmm. There was no Libyan desert glass. There were no tektites in the past um what about like that dinosaur stuff for meteorites they had the fossils they always had Mm -hmm. the dinosaur fossils and teeth and stuff like that um but they never had moldavite or any tektites from a meteor and but now to your point they had a whole freaking meteor table all about interstellar you know tektites and stones and pieces of the moon Mm-hmm. They were selling pieces of the moon and pieces of Mars. Yeah, it said that, for the moon one that I read, it said that meteorites will strike the moon and then they'll they'll flake off and fall down to Earth. So it was a meteorite striking the moon and then that stuff would fall to Earth. Do you believe that? No. Because when I first saw it on their Instagram or Facebook, I saw they were advertising these pieces of the moon and I was like... Do I believe this? I don't know that these are real pieces of the moon. 
So what do you? What was your thought? Well, it said it was veri- verifiable by science or something, like tested. So what do you think? I think it's possible. Yeah. So you do think it's the moon? It could be. Yeah. But it's not like harvested by astronauts. It's supposed to be something that fell down. But fell I, down. Yeah. yeah. I have heard something about the moon being, and this is like in the conspiracy context. Is that? Well, I don't know if it's, this is. I think it might be a fact that the moon is some kind of form of helium this huh. solid helium that's on the surface of the moon and that huh. it's like a really good fuel source oh. and supposedly China was up there like harvesting it and oh my god it's like a, yeah really strong fuel but I don't know so maybe they can test that stuff and see if it's partly moon stay in the left three lanes I mean it it kind of looked like the moon yeah it did look like partially like the moon and then partially like a meteorite yeah so it was like a little red or something some other color and then there were raptor teeth yeah yeah, that would be cool to get, like you were saying, if you made a necklace out of raptor teeth. Yeah, like... Oh, wait, did I do the right thing? No, you're good, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, like, they had one raptor tooth. It looked like a shark tooth, kind of, the same shape. Um, and I don't know if it was, like, mummified or if it was a fossil or yeah, whatever. Yeah, I think they were fossilized yeah. or whatever. But, um, it looked like a tooth shape. And they said it was a raptor tooth, and it was $65 for one little raptor tooth. And I was like, that would be really cool as, like, a necklace, like, if there's just one raptor tooth around a string. Um, but I'm not, like, into raptors like that. Yeah. So I wouldn't do that, but if I could pull that off, that'd be cool. <laughs> yeah, that stand wrapped around, and there was, like, there's like, uh, different... There was, they had some big dinosaur bones. They had, there was like, this is a whole dinosaur bone. Like, yeah. what looks like a whole bone. I know. It's fossilized. And then they had, like, I'm trying to think if there's anything else weird. They had, like, prehistoric bear teeth, too. It's like, had a little picture of what the bear looked like. Dang. Um, definitely a lot of, like, those big shell kind of fossils, and they had them sanded down flat. The meteorite people also had pieces of meteorite that were sanded down really flat. Um, oh, they had some petrified wood, which is oh, kind of yeah. cool, little slices of petrified wood, mm-hmm. which is stone now. And then they had it polished on one surface. But yeah, pretty good, like, um, mix of different stuff. Yeah. Oh, and we couldn't believe it. When we pulled in, it was the hot tub blow bang. Blow out, yeah. <laughs> Blow bang. I was gonna say blow bang, <laughs> blow bang festival, <laughs> hot, hot or hot tub, yeah. blow back or no blow out, yeah, bash, hot, yeah, it was backyard like, bang bash, <laughs> yeah, it was like hot tub blow out bash or, or no, it wasn't bash. But <laughs> I'm it, exaggerating. Let me see what the word was. <laughs> Whenever we go up to my friend Austin's house, he lives on a farm. We say that it's called like a barnyard bang. Like a backyard bang session. <laughs> We're just going to have a barnyard blowout. <laughs> but, yeah, this was literally called like a hot tub blowout expo. Yeah, exactly. You got it right. Yeah, it's blowout expo. So it was a gem and mineral show yeah. and a hot tub blowout expo. Yep. Yeah, they had a whole separate building with a bunch of hot tubs as far as the eye could see. I know. We should have walked in there. Yeah. It just looked like 100 of the same exact hot tub. <laughs> yeah. Like, like what the fuck is the point of all? Like, can you just show one? <laughs> Maybe they thought they were going to have, like, dozens of people in there testing them at the same time. <laughs> yeah, it seems like they must be different models with different, like, different brands and, I don't know, they just look, <laughs> all look the same to us. And then... For some reason, there were like also two dozen horses at the uh, yeah <laughs> at the fairgrounds, yeah. and a bunch of people in cowboy hats were riding them and like doing little tricks and stuff. Oh yeah, well yeah, we were even just in the parking lot and we were like, "Excuse me, is this horse parking here?" Yeah. I thought this was regular parking. It's like horses miles, walking around. I couldn't. Thank to God, I was I-83 not. South. You know, too fucked up. <laughs> I was just about to say. <laughs> Thank God I would never drive under the influence because I could have literally parked on a horse. There were, like, everywhere I looked was a horse, and, like, that's just not what I was expecting today at all. Yeah, you were like, I thought those were two cops over there, two women cops with horses. Because they were, yeah, they had, like, outfits and hat, they had, like, yeah. matching hats on. They looked like a cop on a horse. Yeah, yeah they were all black, I think, with little um, hats. And then the food stand is, like, so delightful. Yeah. Was the breakfast sandwich good? Yeah, it was pretty... I mean, it was, like, standard, like, egg, 
good bacon, like thick bacon, American cheese. I think it's gonna have you turn on 83 South, so oh, okay. get on the right. You can. Okay, cool. But yeah. I got a hot dog. Yeah, before you had seen that there was breakfast sandwiches. <laughs> and it's just a charming little food stand. The whole fairgrounds looks like it hasn't been updated in four decades. Yeah. What I love about I love that about it. It's like, looks like a, it's from a different time. Howard County Fairgrounds. Well, we need to look up the Egyptian convention. I honestly want to go. Yeah. What yeah, if, that'd be interesting. What if they have Libyan Desert Glass there? I mean, they freaking better at the Egyptian convention. Hmm. Maybe not. Yeah, I don't know if it's like a bunch of... It might be more about other kinds of history. Is it like a bunch of fake stuff? Or are they going to have real artifacts that you can I buy? I know. Like mummies and stuff? <gasps> You know what was kind of missing from the convention today? What? Mummies? In previous years, they had, like, a kid element to it. Yeah. Like, a child component where, like, they had all these stations set up where, like, kids could, like, mine for... And they would, like, dig through dirt and, like, find their own crystals. You think that those were just vendors, though, that agreed to sign up for it? Maybe, yeah. And, like, there was a fossil component where kids could, like, play with fossils. And it was definitely, like, a little kids little craft area kind of mm-hmm. thing um but yeah they didn't have that yeah they're now all of a sudden they're all about tektites and moldavite and libyan Take desert glass i guess i'm their target consumer now yeah maybe i mean i did see a few kids there like a, a couple uh younger boys there was some like teenage kids who were probably into crystals and stuff but mm-hmm. there wasn't like a ton of kids around no. i'd say so maybe they just see kind of who Who's the bigger spenders? But yeah. it, it would be nice for them to have stuff for kids. Yeah, I always thought it was cool that they had, like, the fossils. Because I was like, oh, man, like, my brother would have loved that as a kid. He loved dinosaurs. Yeah. He might love it now. I know. Oh, my God. Eric will have to come next time. Maybe Eric and Elizabeth. Elizabeth would love it. Yeah, it is, like, cool crystals. Take exit 10A. Rock bottom prices. 10B onto Northern Parkway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, were you impressed by the prices? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't really have a, uh, like a comparison, but I can assume that yes, they would be much more expensive because I don't really shop for crystals. Yeah. But yeah, I can assume it's like if you were to buy those things, those particular things in a store, it'd be like three or four times the price. Yeah. Like all of their moldavite and Libyan desert glass and like that stuff was very fairly priced, mm-hmm. and like the really high quality stuff was fairly priced but the stuff that like was a steal if it was only like five bucks ten bucks twenty bucks i'd be like oh man like if you got this at a crystal shop somewhere they would mark this up to like 40 bucks 60 bucks yeah how was the allens compared to when you had seen him before um he's always really consistent and like he always has really high quality stuff mm-hmm. um but his prices have definitely gone up over the years, just as crystals have gotten more and more popular. In two miles, and, take exit 10A, 10, um, beyond to Northern Parkway. So, yeah, nothing... Like, I've gotten stuff from him before that was, like, a large piece that should have been, like, hundreds and hundreds of dollars, and I would get it for, like, 60 bucks or, like, 50 bucks or something. And, like, he, he would have really good sales. Um, but now his even his sales stuff... The stuff that was fifty percent off, like even that stuff was pretty. Everything was like over a hundred or two hundred bucks, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess they had a sale section. Yeah. Fifty percent off section. Oh yeah, you got some good pictures, didn't you? Yeah, I was seeing if there's anything to reference in there. Uh, oh my god, that one woman had so much high quality kunzite. Yeah. I've never seen so much kunzite. Um, what were you saying? Is the attributes of that? It's pink. Uh, it's, it's pink and see-through most of the times. The really high-quality stuff is, like, see-through. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she was shining a light through it. Yeah, she was shining, like, a flashlight through it. And, um, it's... Uh, Kunzite is supposed to be very healing, and, like, it can take your pain away. Even people who have said that even, like, opiates and painkillers that wouldn't even help them after, like, a surgery or something, they said they would hold a Kunzite and, like, sleep like a baby for the whole night but when like opiates didn't even help um so I've heard like pretty compelling 
claims about Kunzite. Use the um, right lane to but take it's been so hard to find and so rare oh, wow. and so expensive. But she had really, she had a good amount of it. Um, and it was fairly priced because that one big piece was like over $2,000, she said, remember? Yeah. Yeah, she had some really small ones that were like a dollar per gram. gram. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I should have gotten a little piece of it. Mm. It looks like it's gaining popularity, so I bet they'll have even more next time. Yeah. Because last time, there was only one guy with Kunzite, and he didn't even have any West pink. Northern Parkway. Oh, yeah. He didn't even, and that's the really, that's what you expect is the pink. Mm -hmm. But he had the next clear, line, he had green. Um, remember, she had green Kunzite also. Yeah. There's another name for it. Which, when I asked her that, I was like, isn't there At another the name? She was like, no. Use the left two lanes like, well, to turn yeah, onto West Northern Parkway. <laughs> I just forget it right now, but it's in my book. But the guy last year taught me. It's a slightly different name, but it's another kind of Kunzite. But, um... Turn left. She had a lot. Which then makes me think, like, this better be real. Like, I don't want to get scammed. I hope they have pretty good, like, verification. Hers looked real, though. Yeah. I can spot fake Moldavite. Yeah. Stay in the right three lanes. But I don't know as much about Kunzite, but it looked real to me. Yeah, we saw a little bit of Moldavite in different places. Mm -hmm. In 1.8 miles, so, turn right onto Bologna Avenue. Yeah, there's like some kind of, like I see some big bones here. Sp Spinosaurus femur. Ew. Um, <laughs> Triceratops frill. I guess they have a frill around their head or something. It's a little piece of that. Oh, that like lion's thing around a triceratops? Yeah, I guess so. <gasps> That's a piece of that? That's It's saying it's a frill, yeah. Triceratops. Uh, or just frill. Oh my god, I cannot believe dinosaurs are real. Yeah, I don't even know how they know that that's what it is. I know. That's what I'm saying about the moon. How do they know that's a piece of the moon? Yeah. <laughs> I guess it's they test it chemically. I know, I guess they can. But these the selenite was pretty cool. Huge pieces of selenite. For only like 34 bucks. Yeah. For like, it, it's literally like the yeah. size of my arm. Yeah. Really big. A, a selenite the size of my arm. Yeah, they have it stacked up like a log cabin, kind of. Like you'd start a fire. Um, so yeah, these fossil cave bear teeth. Um, we did get some selenite bowls. The The same vendor oh, yeah. wasn't there from, you said, last time. Right. But there was one guy outside in the kind of more bargain section. Mm -hmm. And he had some pink selenite bowls. I know. Which I had you said was seen. iron content. Yeah, I've never seen a different color selenite. It's usually white and, like, cloudy looking. But um, he said when there's more iron in the soil, it can make the selenite like a peachy color it was like pinky peachy orange mm -hmm. kind of or... yeah kind of like rose rose quartz but it seemed like different than that because it was more of a copper was, color yeah like orangey copper yeah i got so many bowls i literally just got all stone bowls and then a sound bowl mm -hmm. or a singing bowl so what bowls did you get was it like oh it was that um uh One... feldspar right yeah what was it called again feldspar bowl and you said that there's like a myth that it's made out of the blood of, from giants or something? Yeah, there's this this guy, Mud Fossil University, who's supposedly he's like a scientist, like, uh, not archaeologist, but like a geologist kind of person. Yeah. And he hypothesizes that, like, these mountains that you'll see, they'll be called, called like, Sleeping Giant Mountain. He'll say that is actually a giant that used to live and he died and then he turned into a mountain. Like, it's like fossils are from stuff permeating the material or stuff turning into stone. He said supposedly that blood and stuff like that or iron or something turns into feldspar. Jesus Christ. Well, I bought a plate made out of that. Yeah. <laughs> made out of that blood. Yeah. <laughs> it here. almost looks like an ashtray. Yeah. I just think it could be good for all my little knickknacks, like all my little crystals and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it looks like a decorative little bowl, but it, it's like literally made of a stone itself. And then I bought like another bowl made out of um, moonstone. Thirty-five yeah. mile per hour speed limit. And then a selenite bowl. And then oh, is that what the? Yeah, I remember they called that the In one that we were mile, looking at. Turn right onto Bologna Avenue. So you got the feldspar and the moonstone. Mm-hmm. And then I got the selenite bowl, and then. Yeah, I got a selenite bowl too, which is supposed yeah. to cleanse your crystals. Yeah, because people always talk about putting your crystals out in the moonlight or whatever. Um, 
Some people charge them in the sun. I actually heard that's bad because it makes the colors fade from the mm. crystals. It can damage them. But I don't really buy into this moonlight shit, like charging them in the moon. I heard you can just use selenite to cleanse the crystals and recharge them. So I'm like, oh, that's a lot easier. I don't, yeah. I don't really get no moon in my condo. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to warn people about the notorious Galena? Oh, yeah. We saw... Um, a crystal or a stone called Galena or Galena. I don't know how to say it, but it it looks like silver, shiny. Like it looks like like a nickel or a dime. It's like very shiny silver. It looks like pyrite. If you've ever seen pyrite, yeah. pyrite's more common. Um, it's like kind of similar, same family as pyrite. Um, isn't pyrite fool's gold or something oh, like yeah. that? But anyway, so this is like a silver color. Um, those fools who would think that pyrite is gold. I know, and so I was in Colorado at a crystal shop, and I held a galena, and it just sent me this rush Red through my body. Yeah. Like, I really felt energy from it, so I was like, finally, I've always wanted to feel a fucking crystal. Stay in the second <laughs> I was like, I thought right. this is fucking bullshit. I finally <laughs> felt energy, Yeah. so I thought I was, like, meant to buy it. Yeah. But then when I got home, every time I held it, I felt something from it but it was like a bad feeling it mm. was like an ominous like dreadful feeling i can't really describe it but it just i knew it was not good and i was like oh i must have mistaken that in the crystal shop of like oh it's sending me a signal that i'm supposed to buy this you know they say they choose you or mm. whatever but i think i didn't realize it was a bad feeling i didn't know that they say that about crystals i remember that in harry potter with the wands oh really yeah, yeah. they say that about crystals that mm when you're in a crystal shop you're supposed to see which one is you're drawn to or yeah some people get one of each and have them in their hands and then walk around the shop and forget about it and see which one is like pulsating in their hand or something <laughs> people look for signs and yeah um so anyway then i had my friend austin hold the galena it was actually on an episode of voyage down the amazon maybe we could find the clip yeah and play it because we have it all on tape when austin oh, is wow. like freaking out because it made him feel really sick and he was like i don't feel good he was like really dizzy and nauseous and i was like and he doesn't even believe in all this crystal shit like he does not at all yeah but he was like no that really gave me a bad feeling and i don't know why and then go past this light this was then like back in 2018 or something right. ever since then i locked that galena up in a little tupperware container mm -hmm. like airtight mm -hmm. and put it in the back of my closet and i've just like never it's never bothered me since i just don't know what to do At with the it light. use the right you lane turn to turn onto bologna avenue um, then the destination is on your right this yeah. one yeah oh this home yeah it's a cut through here. oh i've never done this um and then i went to that crystal shop in Hamden and I brought it in and I asked them like what is this like it made my friend really sick it made me feel sick and they were like yeah even when you Go walked in and left okay the lady in there was like yeah even when you walked in I sensed like something was off about you when you walked in wow. I was like are you serious and she said yeah Galena pyrite to Brackenridge Avenue then turn right onto Bologna Avenue Malachite I'm just gonna end this because you know where you live um she said Malachite um pyrite galena they are all toxic um materials oh really so like actually if you ingest it through smelling or eating it can actually like really hurt you it's like a very toxic material now luckily crystals are polished oh here you are um i mean some are raw and they can chip off and you just have to be careful not to like ingest that because some of these are toxic mm. And so she was like, technically, even just from like a science standpoint, like Galena is a toxic material or whatever. So she was like, I try to stay away from the toxic ones. Um, and I was like, I wonder if that has something to do with it. But then the other lady in there was like, Malachite. And I was like, oh my God, I have Malachite. And she was like, well, just because it's toxic doesn't mean you can't work with it. So I guess there are certain ways to work with those properties if you need to. Mm -hmm. But... I don't know, in the right doses, or... I don't know. I don't know. I never wanted to mess with them again. It's felt like dark energy or something. And did you prime Austin with talking about it like that? Or did you just give it to him? I can't remember, actually. Yeah. We should too. go back and listen to that clip. Mm -hmm. Maybe we can, like, tack it on to the end of this. Yeah, send it to me. And okay, I put it in. I'll find yeah. it. Oh, yeah, I have to go resurrect all of the episodes. Yeah, yeah I'll we'll, have to find that. Yeah, we can get those online again. Yes, okay. 
Well, this is the end of our road trip. <laughs> yep, it's been a journey. It's been fun. I hope that the audio is okay enough to listen to. Yeah, no, it'll be fine. It'll be clear enough to listen to. It'll be like you're on the road with us. Cool. And we are also going to be a guest on Live from the Studio, where we're going to debrief the Crystal Convention with Jimmy and my brother Eric. Eric wasn't there, but maybe we can convince him to come next time. Yeah. Yeah, and Jimmy, we, well, well, we didn't, we'll talk about it on their podcast, but Jimmy was with us, too, with his girlfriend, yep. Liv. Awesome. Yep. Well, I guess for... we can grok out now. Yep, Eric, uh, Alex, Joe drove me all the way home. <laughs> um, I confused your and Eric's names. It's okay, I know. We're both vowels, like A-E. Yeah. A-E-I-O-U. Mm-hmm. Those are vowels. Right? Oh, yeah. No, I, yeah, <laughs> I, I don't think. remember. Yeah. I kind of... They are, It's yeah. one of the only things I remember from elementary school. Yeah. And the, the earth is round. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that, though? Because <laughs> you're kind of questioning things, which is okay. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. All right. All right, everybody. Have a great Grok night. <laughs> yep. <laughs> See you at Grok next time. <laughs> Bye. Bye, Grok out. <laughs> <laughs>